space where all the stars shine. Some hold greatness close, keeping out the cold, while others act as a lighthouse, telling stories untold. This is our responsibility as beings of all kinds, to search, to embrace, ride the waves and find all of our stars. This is Star Trek Bait. With Joshua's Lieutenant Canton, Kevin, Lieutenant Commander Kelvec, and Tracy as Captain Vigril. This episode we continue with Vigril's flashback with him and Gran as there is a disaster at the tournament. So in, in the end, yeah, let's go ahead and say that the, the Ghostals edge out the Borthons a little bit overall, but Gran is a few points behind, in individual points, is a few points behind Papsi. But, you know, remember all this is, has to do with, you know, them being friends now. And so part of the whole sim, symbolism is there's a big finale, which is a big kind of air show formation, like where the two groups start out separate and they do some maneuvers and they end up kind of merge into a single formation. Both teams end up together? Yeah, so, oh, so that's in, really cool. Yeah, and the big finale, you know the big finale is, you know, choreographed with both teams together and you have, you know, they start out doing separate stuff and they end up kind of merge and kind of like doing techniques that are really kind of discordant and they get similar and similar and eventually they merge together. Oh, it's a nice symbolism of the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. And as, you know, fate would have it, so to speak. Um, <laughs> in the final formation, Gran and Pepsi are really close to each other. And there's this moment where Gran's ship suddenly veers sideways and clips Pepsi's, <laughs> sends him spiraling into another Borthon ship, and it collects three or four other ships, both mm. sides. Gran's ship is damaged, but she gets away mostly unharmed. A couple of the other ships explode. Most of the pilots are able to eject, but a couple of them didn't make it. Really? Pepsi didn't make it, did he? Pepsi made it. Oh, okay. You still have your Pepsi. <laughs> so, you know, of course, there's initially this ensuing confusion. And, you know, of course, as things get sorted out, accusations start flying. And they end up taking Gran into custody. As you would. As you would. Of course, you know, Pepsi and other Borthons are, you know, screaming that she did it on purpose. You know, pointing out that she was just you know, angry because she lost, and oh, I, I, I get I get an individual meeting, you know, because of my endeared stature for being on the Copernicus and being there as a, you know, representative of the Federation. I'm able to get them to give me a basically a little bit of time to private to talk with Grant. Okay, is this something you want someone else to play, or do you have an idea for this? I have an idea for this. Okay, go ahead. So, so basically, in this, and Gran is, you know, really adamant that, you know, she doesn't know what happened, but, you know, that she didn't cause her ship to do that. You know, doesn't know as of a failure or what, but in, she's kept saying, my ship shouldn't be able to move like that. You know, I'm not very familiar with these ships, and, you know, I'm wanting to trust her, of course, and... Like, you know, what's your other explanation? She's like, I don't know, but you need to, you know, you know, ships, you need to figure this out or I'm not going to be coming back to the Tolano 2. So I go and I, first of all, I get some schematics and I figure out that, yeah, the ship, the way it's thrusters and stuff are, it shouldn't be able to make that sudden maneuver. And I get them to do a little bit of further investigation on their ship, on her ship. Initially, you know, they couldn't find any thing obviously wrong mm -hmm. upon closer inspection in one of the lateral thrusters there's basically this little surge device that that spikes its output now is it normally there no it, it's not normally there the thruster is but not the spike device not the spike device yeah yeah the thruster is a normal maneuvering thruster it's typically not powerful enough to make the ship move like it did and it was kind of burnt out, which, 
made them not discover the search device at first. Is there anything you two guys want to add at this point? I guess we're just all listening. Do we? Do you, do you know who actually sabotaged it? No, I have a strong suspicion. <laughs> but there's no actual evidence. There's no actual evidence other than there's this device there that should not be there. And... There's strong evidence that somebody obviously did. Yeah. But nobody signed their name to it or anything like that. Right. Okay. So what do you do now? So, you know, I'm telling them, you know, obviously she didn't do this to her own ship. It was inspected beforehand. I don't know when this was put on there, but um, Ensign Grant and I have been in close proximity. I know she didn't do this. She was blew the ship in practices and then hasn't been near it since. And why would someone do this to their own ship anyway? Uh, can, can I inject like one little thing? Yeah. All right, so they are considering not just you know, punishment, but like banishment for Gran uh, as a result of the sabotage. You know, people died. And so they're thinking about banishing her from Starfleet, from the planet and whatnot, now that she's, you know, you're trying to clear, if they clear her, and, you know, the person that actually did the sabotage discovered, they're facing the same, you know, banishment, which in this society... Uh, a lot of people would rather kill themselves. Hmm. So, uh, spend a fake point to make it that. You, know, you want to make their society do that? Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, they're trying for peace. Somebody trying to sabotage this. and Okay. It's a heated sure. time. It's a heated time, yeah. Hmm. What if we make it more like the the banishment is more of a compromise. Okay, so both sides are wanting blood, but the compromise is not much of a compromise, but yeah, the compromise is banishment. Yeah. Versus something more severe. Okay. So if she has found out that she did do this, she's banished from the home world? Yeah, versus like, you know, maybe life at a penal colony. Is Starfleet going to do anything to her if she is convicted of this? That would be very bad relations with a new planet. More what I'm suggesting is like the banishment without kind of other sanctions. Um, right, but I mean, you're, you're going to clear her anyway, right? I don't know, does he? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying, story-wise, I mean, banishment and then she stays on the Tolona 2. I like the idea of you guys can't I mean, figure out who did it and... The compromise is that she can never come back. Yeah. And I think part of the compromise, too, though, is like family members, etc., will not be forbidden to visit her oh, at okay. somewhere else. And, you know, originally my plan was for me to completely exonerate her, but. Oh, no, no. Exonerate I, I like her. Well, no, going. no. I, I, like, I like this one more because if. If in the story we're saying is like, if he doesn't do it, she'll never get to the Talona two. But since this is a flashback, we know she already got to the Talona two. Yeah, and so, and I'm and I'm, I'm I'm also thinking you know like, the the alternative is she goes to like a penal colony and there's shame on her family and yada yada yada. Well, this way, she's not allowed to ever come back to either of these two planets or even their systems, but she's still serving in Starfleet, which has its own honor to her family and her family's not disgraced. What about this, Tracy, where I pay somebody a fate point, probably Joshua or you, I don't know who, <laughs> to say that Papsy tries to talk with Gran and convince her and like I oh my my fate point would be that he didn't actually do it. Like someone else could have and he is the obvious scapegoat. Uh-huh. Because he's the most entertaining or whatever. But Maybe to give some depth to his character or something, he didn't actually do it, and he's trying – he wants to convince him that he didn't do it, and he doesn't blame her, but you guys still don't find out who it is. So the consequences is she she can't – I mean she's banished, and she can't come back. Does that make I, sense? I like that. Yeah. How about when uh, Vigril, you know, offers this 
solution as you know they don't really want to you know banish under the penal colonies but that's as far as compromises they've gotten and then you know you offer the solution and they're like well you know what are the you know families going to say and uh, you know the guy that took the first hit um, you know Papsy probably got a broken arm or something in a sling and stands up and says you know, so, you know she I'm pretty sure she didn't mean to do it and uh, I'd be willing to talk with everyone else that got injured or the families that lost people and say that, you know, this this is a good solution. Are you cool with that, Tracy? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Give me a – you're giving some kind of speech, right? Yeah. Give me a performance check, and basically that's that's basically how lenient they're going to be. Okay. Nice. (laughs) So performance three. (laughs) Okay. So she is they, – they can't find out who it is, and under the circumstances, it, it's a whole this, – it's a – was it a powder keg or something that's ready to explode? Yeah. So under your supervision and your supervision only, since you did help bring our people together, she, she can go, but she is banished from here, and she can't return. But since you did so good in convincing them, you know, she can't have family come visit her. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. At okay. some neutral, out-of-side-of-the-system place. Yes. She's no longer – she cannot come to the system. She cannot serve on any of our ships. She – you know, anything like that. She is not allowed to contact us. That contact will have to go through you and you alone. Is that cool? Yeah. Well, I, I would set up with the stipulation that in the future should it become necessary – Another Starfleet liaison could take my place. They they say that could be determined possibly later, but since you and your people risk yourselves for us, that's why we trust you with her. Anyone else that was on the Copernicus that you trust? Is that cool? That is acceptable. Okay. We will fade and then go to Kelvec. Is there anything you want to happen before you go back into the second part of yours? Uh, no. So what takes you back into thinking about this camping trip? I realized I hadn't fully fleshed out the thought. Did you get back into it? Uh, I don't know. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Does does the Fontian say anything about the ship shaking? Um, I don't know what that would have to do with anything. Could one of them remind you of a roar sound? It could have. Or them saying something about... Because this whole story is about you leading people into dangerous situations and maybe being over your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe, all the, maybe all the debris and stuff kind of looks like the rock formations of the mountain or something. Sure. Sounds and the, good. And the... So last we left our intrepid band of adventurers of Scott, Tabitha, and Kevlek. They were walking. Kill that, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So lead us through what is happening next. We continue on our merry way. They're begrudgingly following behind me. I, of course, am paying Scott and Tabitha fate points to partake in this scene. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Keep track of these, because if you have more than your refresh, you'll get those next time. Right. Just keep that up there. So, what's happening in Kelvec? We come to a crevasse. Oh, I love crevasse. Yeah. Yes, continue. Think, all right, this can be the edge of our map. We don't need to go any farther. Finally. And water around and go up the edge of it, follow along, and then hear a roar off in the distance. How do you guys react to a roar? Is it very far in the distance, or is it very close in the distance? We can hear it, but not very well. It's like, oh, okay, well, not, don't need to be that worried about it. We can just kind of continue on, but... Continue on? We don't know where that thing uh, is. I'm fine. I think it's okay. I say, no, we're okay. 
You said Continue this on. could be the end. Can we go back now? No, it's at least three clicks off. We 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 have no need to fear. Okay, pause everybody. Scott and Tabitha, give me provoke checks. Just give me rolls. Is that all? Two. Two. You guys are working together. It's a three. Kelvec, give me a discipline roll. But this is young, undisciplined Kelvec. So we're thinking maybe like a two. Plus two. Ah, curses. <laughs> so you are, in fact, okay with it. Just barely. They're, they're starting to get under your skin, but mm. you're okay. Continue. So we continue on and barely and grumpily, as the case might be. I think someone with bigger pointed ears could hear better. I hear it just fine, Scotty. Scott Tholomew, Scott Tang, Scottington, I don't know. What what the... Prescott? What His name's the, not that uh, hard, Kevlick. What would the, the long-form name of Scott be? Oh, God, teenagers uh, name-calling each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I can go on. I just didn't have the power. Do you ever quit whining? Uh, and now we hear the roar a little closer. Okay, that did not sound like three clicks away. Now I'm a little more nervous. Okay, I'm going to make an intimidate check on all of you as the roaring thing. Yes. Was that discipline? Oh, no. That'll be, I'm going to say he's intimidating, so it's like a three. Yeah, it's a three, so it's a six. Uh, give me discipline checks. Kelvec oh, starts at a zero. two. So and two. You guys start at one. I've got a one total. I've got a one two. <laughs> I've got a two. Okay. Run away! Run away! <laughs> so Kelvec, it's definitely worrying you, but you're probably not taken out of the scene. Scott and Tabitha are scared. Whatever less is in the 24th century. <laughs> no, 23rd century at this point, because it's like 22, what does that matter? So what do you guys do? You are freaked out. Just start running. Probably with no sense of direction towards the roar, but I'm running. <laughs> Tabitha? I am going to scream and grab Kelvick's arm and kind of hide behind him. <laughs> Kelvec, you still have somewhat composure. You've taken four things of stress, but you'll you're okay. Uh, we have. Oh, I I pull out my knife. That we yeah, you got one. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, we have a knife. You know, it's like it's the thing that we have. And call out to Scott to come back. We need to stick together. Probably a provoke check. And we'll just do negative two on whatever your provoke is now. Negative one. Wait, do I have a provoke? You mean my legit provoke score? Yeah, whatever it is. Since you're younger, everything. Or it's just at zero. It's not going to be negative. Yeah, I don't have a provoke. Okay. So you call out to him. Uh, and it's negative one. It's negative one. So he yeah. is running off. He is just crazy. Scott, no. I'll is probably this... run until I find something, and then maybe run back after that. Is this where he gets eaten alive? <laughs> well, he kills it. The the thing kills him first. Oh, okay. Now, so grip by the neck to kill, and he... hopefully break yeah. the neck, and then. No, no, oh, no, 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 okay. No. So Scotty's screaming, uh, just kind of on the edge of your vision, and then you see something move. You hear a snapping sound, and the screaming is suddenly cut off. Yeah, sounds great. I like that because you had a chance to bring him back, and you failed, yeah. and then he got eaten. Yeah. So, Tabitha, you're already out of the scene. She's going to freak out. I'm just going to say, you better protect me. You're going to be in big trouble if anything happens to me. You're the idiot that brought us out here. and Except more frantically and near hyperventilating. Kelvec? Young Kelvec. Lil Kelvec, excuse me. Lil. How is Lil Kelvec um, taking this? He is trying to maintain composure, but his companion has just died, or has just 
Well, we, I don't know that he's died. I just hear that he, the, like, the scream is Okay, stopped. so you hear it. You see him, like, get tackled, but it like you don't see the, the blood and the stuff. I thought he had run off out of my vision. Uh, just at the edge, so you could just, like, maybe barely see a shape. I don't think you actually saw anything tackle me. Okay, well, I'm going to go run after him to try and save him, hopefully. Okay. So you run towards him, and do you find the... You have to pull your arm free of my grasp first. <laughs> give me... I just shove her down. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me a roll, uh, t- uh, Tabitha. Zero. Okay. Give <laughs> give me a roll, Kelvec, and beat a zero. No. Oh, no, with your physique. <laughs> Sorry, with your physique. Uh, yeah. Um, so actually, your physique would be down at zero, but you get a plus two because you're Vulcan stuff, so you get a one. You okay. barely managed to shake off this frightened <laughs> little girl. Unless she spends a fate point. Who are you calling yeah. little? I'm scared. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm anxious. Yes. Well, so you barely. Well, you you kind of drag her as she stumbles behind you as you're trying to get rid of her. Uh-huh. Slows you down a little bit. So you, you run up, and what do you see? I see the mountain lion with jaws around Scott's neck, and then it notice me and start growling and, and let go and let off. I see Scott still, like, barely breathing, and then Mountain Lion growls and starts glaring at me, looking at me, and I rip my shirt off. Yes! <laughs> Is this the first? I didn't think of that. That's awesome. Is this the origin? <laughs> I've got my knife out Ugh. and I'm prepared. I start circling around. We start circling around each other. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Scott's in the middle or something? Scott's in the middle, yeah. Okay, so how's this going to go? So, I think that like the, the lion would try and get between yes. me okay. and He's not its, let you do that. its prey, right? I'm not it's, sharing this with you. <laughs> well, pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. how they, they would do. So, so you're thinking the end of this is you fail to save him and he dies, but something happens with you? Oh, I kill that lion, that mountain lion. <laughs> but uh, Scott dies as, like, okay. I'm, I'm, can, I'm could, gripping could, him. Yeah. Can I uh, inject just a possibility, and you can turn me down, but uh, maybe if you do kill the mountain lion, then... Scott lives, but he's paralyzed beyond Starfleet's medical ability to repair. So he's just going to be uh, paralyzed from the neck down for the rest of his life. And if you don't get the lion, uh, kill the lion in time, then yeah, he does die. So either way, there's that big heavy. Yeah, all right, that works. And I say on top of that, you also realize, like, you'll realize later on that if you would have just scared it off instead of trying to fight it. Maybe you could have gotten to Scott sooner and saved him. Mm. Does that make that sense? Good. Okay. Oh, yeah, that works. Cool. So, yeah. the uh, so either way, it's gonna haunt you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the mountain lion is gonna rush you. Let's let's have fun. Okay. He's got like a four to. Nice. <laughs> you can dodge that. <laughs> uh, what is it like in athletics? Are you just trying to straight up fight it? Oh yeah, either scared okay, off. I'm trying it. to save my friend first and foremost. Well, my companion first okay. and foremost. So you, it tackles at you. You kind of grab it, push it to the side. You don't really get it with a boost, so you don't you don't get it with style, so you don't get a boost. But now it's your turn. You got a knife, so go at it. Your fighting skills aren't that great, but no, I've been practicing my Krav Maga. My Krapaga. nice. <laughs> my uh, crane style kung fu. <laughs> oh, what do I know? I don't know anything. Do you know like is it like like a tai chi? Is it a like a ong, like ong bak would be the krav? No, no, ong bak would be something else. Either way, you're using your human martial arts. Yeah, and and now like a mixed martial arts type deal. Yes, and I'm gonna try and faint. One way, go the other. I'm gonna try and get a vital part with my knife. 
the only weapon I have. Okay. So I'm you're decent at knife throwing, but I don't want to give away my only weapon. Okay. Right now. So you're you're it's an attack, not not a information gathering, whatever. Yeah, because you're young oh, no. and you just want to. Yeah. Okay, yeah, give me a roll. Oh, do you want to boost that at all? Um, I, like what skill am I using? I, I have a one. Four. You have a one, but since you're younger, it's like a zero. So you're at two. He's at so, a three right now. Can I give a fate point for a four? Yes. Something right. about being a Vulcan. Yeah. So you well, I don't have aspects yet, right? I don't. Well, you, I don't have my peg leg. You don't have your peg leg at all. We're, We're thinking about that. No. You have your um, green-blooded, long-lived logic expert. Sure. So, I mean, you have your Vulcan aspect. Yeah. So. It's logical. So you cut him. You put yeah. a little aspect on him. He's not cut very bad. It's a mild one. But he is okay. cut. He's going to roar and come back at you just for a three. Mm. So I have a minus one. Minus one. So re-roll. You could just we'll say that you're a Vulcan. Or, you know, at this point in your life, one of your aspects could be you know working towards Eagle Scout. Sure. Eagle Scout. I've okay. got that going for me. Yeah. Just give yourself a reroll. Or one. What did he have? A, th- a three or two? Something like that? I have one. You had a three. Yes. Can I. And he gets a plus two. two for being a Vulcan, though, doesn't he? That's for, like, strength stuff. Oh, okay. Youthful vigor. There you go. To give it another two. Yes. Another. So, three. three. So he, he slashes you a little bit. If you had a shirt, it would have been ripped open. But now you've got a nice, like, claw marks down your chest. But just a little bit. Nothing to actually put a consequence on you. I get some wicked scars. You get some wicked scars. You could give yourself the aspect wicked scars. Dude, I want to now. <laughs> okay, so your turn. Your no more turn. reason to rip the shirt off. All right. He does have an aspect you can use, so keep that in mind. So slightly cut? Yeah, he is slightly cut. Give me an attack roll or whatever you're doing. I want to. It's we're on like sandy uh, ground. I'm gonna reach down, and try and throw some sand in the eyes and the cut. Cool. I'll say that's a scene aspect that wasn't declared yet, so it's a free invoke. Right? They were around there. Yeah. Sure. I like okay. it when you guys use scene aspects. So you're just trying to blind him or something? Blind him, distract him, pain. Cool. He has that aspect on him. He's going to jump on you again. Just a two. For zero. For zero. You just use the fact that he's blinded that he misses you? Yes. Okay. I'll do that. Can I come out? Can I kind of come out of the growth, the bushes or whatever, to the side and see what's going on and give out like a blood curdling scream? And distract the mountain lion? Or draw its attention to you? Distract. One or both of the participants. Oh, yeah. What we'll Can do? I give like a notice check or something yeah. to so say it's a discipline roll not to be distracted, and you you're already starting at a two. One. Oh, he gets less than you do. He is now distracted, thanks to right. thanks to Tabitha. What do you got for him? While he's distracted, I'm gonna go up and try and slit his throat. Good. He's at two free aspects that you can use. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> for zero. We'll say it's a plus two. For your, you just kind of grab him with your Vulcan strength. Then yeah. you can use both the fact he's blind and he's already cut to just take that cut and just like cut him up and then just yeah. slit his throat. And, and it sprays all over your shirtless Vulcan body. <laughs> this is an epic scene. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Scott's over in the corner. <laughs> so, yeah, he um, he's bled out a little bit. You're reveling as much as you will in mountain lion blood. Tabitha is still screaming. We can say she gets some blood on her, too. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. She got yeah. It. <laughs> so, uh, you can which, get... Which to... does not help her mental state. No. What do you plan to do now? Blood-soaked, shirtless Kel- Kelvec? Only now do I think to use the communicators we have on, uh, <laughs> that we've, <laughs> we've been traveling with, because what idiot would 
walk away like separate from the group without any form of communication, especially then, in the twenty third century. Yeah, and then attack a mountain lion all by himself. Right, right. Well, yeah. well you know, that was in the heat of the the, the, the battle. Uh your human side got the best of you. Yeah. And then, you know, we get sight to sight transported and Cool. So oh so the way the scene could end is you run up, slit its throat, blood spurts everywhere, and you're like Kind of not reveling in it, but you know, appreciative that you got to help your friend. And then yeah. the like the the crane shot pulls back as mm-hmm. you see in your face. You realize, oh yeah, communicator. And then you realize, oh. And then you look over at Scott, and he's like, <laughs> and it kind of dawns on you. This could have been handled better. You know, Kel Kelvac to thing, and crane shot goes back, and you guys get beamed out. Right. Boom. Yes. Cool. But yeah, uh, like what Josh was saying, he's forever paralyzed. He is forever paralyzed shamed. because of your decisions. Yep. Well, I mean, he played a part in it too. He dumbass didn't have to run away when he just like, you know, he was worrying me. This totally won't have an effect on you taking command positions. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Okay. Talk about what brings you back into the scene. What happens oh, afterwards? Okay. One last thing. Um, yes. With, with Malik. I just want to say, like a couple of years later, he gets, uh, I don't know, whatever their equivalent of like email is, you know, <laughs> message from her, basically thanking him not for saving her life, but for going out on this stupid thing, and because because of that she never had to go on any scouting things again, which she was grateful for. <laughs> she is. That's horrible. She's feisty. <laughs> we should see her again. She didn't even care about the paralyzed guy. Anyway, <laughs> Canton, what brings you back into escorting our lovely Jade to a ship she's not supposed to be in? Ensign Black is being frantic. I mean, I, I can tell she's doing a really good job of reading and getting all the information off the computers and knowing what's going on. She's having such a hard time communicating it and I'm just trying to calm her down you know, Ensign Black, it's okay, it's okay and I kind of put my hand on her shoulder and just lock eyes with her and said, Rebecca, it's alright and then I move flashback to when I'm about to be frantic I'm in the uh, engine room with the uh, green skinned girl and just Showing her like all kinds of you know, the schematics and pointing out this is what this goes at, this is why it's connected there, and this is all of this kind of stuff. I just got that reference, Joshua. Took you forever. Oh God! Any continue. Uh, it was sick reference, bro. <sighs> Rebecca Black. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's also yeah. a character from our Dresden game, and. It's uh, don't worry. Don't worry oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, like a singer. <laughs> it was, was yes. That was the yeah. Is that like the Friday? Friday, Friday. <laughs> Gotta get down on Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yes, we made her the police chief of Seattle. Nice. And then, and then I killed her in a, a naked fight. It was. It, was, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> a naked wrestling match. She burned me alive as I. Crushed her skull through the floor of a, what was it? Mausoleum? No, man, you were in a hospital. Oh yeah. No, so, so it was Klingon Kama Sutra. Kind of. Pretty much. Okay, nice. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Continue, so, Joshua. Anyway, I'm just going overboard, showing all of these things. You know, not even putting up any kind of effort whatsoever to be Starfleet, be discreet, be anything disciplined. And, of course, I'm not good with names. What's the counselor's name? The Bolian. Florn. Florn. It's not that hard to remember. Florn Dave. Yeah, it's much better than... Crivacracitus? Crivacarticus. See, that I can remember, no problem. But Florn? And that's hard. Anyway, so Florn comes and catches us 
talking science nerdy stuff. What ship are you on at this point? It's just, it's not really a shuttle, but it's a really small. Okay. Like maybe a 25-person crew. So bigger than a runabout still. Just a little bit. Yeah, whatever the next size up out of runabout is. But not defiant size? No, not defiant okay. size. I mean, it basically all it is is it's a transport shuttle for moving diplomats back and forth within Federation safe territory. Big enough to have warp nine capabilities, stuff like that. Yeah, probably warp seven. Okay. Okay, uh, Tracy. Yes. Fate point. Okay. You are counselor. You're a Bolian named Floor. Now remember, you're you're not a Tellarite. Okay. You, you like being nice to people. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> and you you like your your counselor Bolian, but. This is a breaking procedure. And Kelv- Ke- uh, Kevin, you are still Jade. Oh, my stars. <laughs> uh, the Southern Belle crying <laughs> girl. I love it. So what does what does um, Florn? Didn't expect to see you here. Uh, um, are, did you and your friend get turned around? I don't recall any request for you to visit the ship. Oh, um, sorry, Counselor. I, I, I didn't realize I needed permission. I was just going through all of our um, schematics and data with uh, Jade here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you do need permission. To, but since you're here, uh, what were you looking at? Maybe I can help you. Oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, Jade, the Counselor probably knows more than I do about, well, a lot of things. Uh, do you have any questions specifically for her? Well, how did you two kids meet? You'd make a cute couple. <laughs> I love this. Uh, well, we just met at the gala, and I wanted, uh, oh, Janie here to, Janie here was telling me all about the wonderful stuff he can do with a, with a starship, and I just, I just wanted him to see it in action, and he and he was kind enough to to show me. Can I do an empathy check? Oh yeah, Miss Jade. See if I really trust Jade. <laughs> yes, give me rolls, guys. I'm assuming you're both equally competent at deception and empathy. I have a two. What does Jade have? Negative two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you like to change that in any way? No. You have a free fate point to spend on this scene, so you can if you want, but All you're right. good. I'll re-roll it. Okay. Four or two. Nice. You guys, you meet it. She seems honest, though, I mean, not quite convincing. I mean, she's not really supposed to be here, but, I mean, has she really hurt anything? But you, you're kind of weighing that back and forth. Yeah. Well, So basically, I'm in a lot more trouble than she is. Yes. You know, She's I don't a bystander. I don't know that this is anything that needs to be completed here. Why don't we head back and we can do do this from one of the terminals on campus? Roll a, oh, I've check. seen those simulations before, but you know, there's nothing like seeing it in in real life. Now, young lady, if you if you're so interested, have you tried out for Starfleet Academy? We could use talented officers. Oh no. Fiddle D me, I couldn't do a Starfleet. I just wouldn't look. Those uniforms look terrible on me. <laughs> Fiddle D me. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, there's always the civilian service. I mean, the ships aren't quite as impressive, but they're still quite good ships that we use. Can I pull out my hyperspray and and tranquilize both of these two yet? That's my thing. We're gonna pause. What is everybody's? What do we want to happen at the end? What is everybody going for? I am just looking for something that I will be humiliated over and embarrassed about. You know, not you know traumatized like some of these others have had, but just <laughs> you know, yeah. just one of those how could I be so stupid and uh, you know, somebody just kind of convinced me that, you know, you really maybe need to spend more time studying people than you do machines. Okay. So and that's me getting knocked out 
or whether me figuring out I've been duped or you know whatever. I need some humility. Okay, so Kelvec, your the Jade's option is she wants to hypo spray and get some data about a starship to sell to the Orion people. Well, data or the whole starship. Nice. <laughs> and I'm actually really good at at you know flying, piloting. Yes. Hacking. And instructor Florn. Well, so you know I came into the situation you know trying to give the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time recognizing that they're not, not where they're supposed to be, so you know my first goal is to lead them away from here and then discuss possible reprimand with Canton when the lady is not present. What if the three of you you know, agree because this guy is like a commander in Starfleet you guys start to leave the ship, and Jade being as convincing as she is, and Canton being as ignorant as he is, <laughs> go along with it. But with the commander leading the way, you hypospray the commander, so he passes out. Canton is dumbfounded. You hyperspray him, and you go off with the ship, but she's caught like the next system over or something. And then Canton is left with being, you know, the scapegoat. Does somebody have a better idea? Uh, pretty much how I was figuring out. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, it's, yeah. and so Canton getting a lot of trouble. Are you really the scapegoat if it's actually your fault? Actually, that's very true. <laughs> he doesn't get in a lot of trouble because maybe he, he was uh, – uh, no, you didn't give her anything, did you? Maybe you forgot something while you were on the ship, and they were able to trace it better, and that's why she was caught. Well, she had my pad looking at the pictures. She was. Yes. Boom. We oh, have Oh, my goodness. Okay. My so, picture's going to go viral on the, the <laughs> internet. <laughs> 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 the cat meme. So, yes. Oh, yeah. There, there's all these pictures with, like, your feet hanging out of the ceiling and various comments. <laughs> Except they animate it where your feet wiggle. Of course they do. It's all 3D and everything. Oh. Craig is smiling. So, you, uh, the hyperspray, she gets away, but she doesn't really get enough data because they're able to track it because of the pad. So Canton doesn't get in too much trouble, but he is reprimanded quite severely. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, what brings you back into the real world? I guess the conclusion of that, and well, yeah, just kind of remembering how you know the counselor it was very stern with me and kind of insisting I take those extra classes so they could keep an eye on me and, of course, also evaluate me. And I kind of resolved, you know, I need to be better reading at people. So I actually stayed awake during these extra classes and found I actually enjoyed it. I've still never gotten good at reading, you know, female intentions. <laughs> that's just, that's just they don't cover that in the books, even in the 23rd century. But there's no books on that. There's no books on that. But you know, the rest of it with the field, I actually dedicated enough awake hours that um, I majored in counseling. How do you do with uh, Klingon female intentions? Run and run. <laughs> They get lots of bonuses because they're very obvious. <laughs> they may cancel out his bonuses, but he may still miss it. Okay, so we are so back. So all of that, yeah. and now I just kind of realize, you know what, yeah, she's uh, – Ensign Black is going through communications, but her skill set, you know, what she's doing, she's actually really better suited for an engineer. And so rather than, you know – the uh, horrible things that happened to me, I'm going to try and be nicer and gentler and just encourage her. Talk to me straight engineering and I'll translate and speak to our chief engineer who does not have a name still. A namer? All I'm coming up with is Sven? Zelda. Lieutenant Commander Sven? Zelda Sven. We'll go with that. Sounds Swedish. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> it does, but it's actually not. It's actually Alorian. It's actually Alorian. Zelda's Finn. Okay. So. Bad things are going to happen to her. That's that's another thing. Yeah, they are. Uh, another thing, I want to take the stories we've told and work them into this final check that we're going to do. So, like Joshua's, you've worked your story into realizing, you know, I had this about me. I can help it about her. While you're communicating this part, she does, like, it seems like she naturally picks up, instead of focusing on communicating, she picks up these engineering things and does much better. Okay. Kelvec, how can you relate your flashback to what's happening now? Either something you do or something those people watching you do or say or what do you think? If you need a minute, we can go to Vigral. Yeah. Okay. Think about that. We're related to what has been happening here now, how it can help you in this final thing. Vigral, what about you? The interesting story on uh, Gran. So, like, how how it can lead to, like, her helping me here? Yeah, just uh, just basically relate the flashback stories that you've had to something, to this next check you're going to do to pilot the ship. Maybe something along the lines of, you know, letting her take the last check or helping her take it or something, well, you know, to bring it all together. Yeah, well, I was going to, you know, say something like, you know, I've helped the instant here out of a tight place here's your chance to help us help the ship out in a tight place. And I turn it over to her. Cool. Give, um, we will pause on that role for a second. Kelvec. I have been really eager about, well, not eager, but anxious about taking command ever since. Onal. Yeah. Sorry. Well, <laughs> yeah. Onal. Yeah. In game. Um, been off doing his thing knowing that I would probably be tapped for a command position and trying to remember oh, this as 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 to keep me in check and not to let me get too full of myself and my own abilities and maybe to listen to the my subordinates nice I like it we can work that into Canton and his people relaying information which is actually you used that aspect before so that goes with this whole story because you've got excellent sensors you haven't used it yet so maybe you could this time right okay so Canton yep you guys are set up to do the final readings mm -hmm. sensors are taking in all the information but there's still things going around the ship they have to fly and then fly out you know do all the things how are you going to redirect all that information? What are you going to do? She's just giving me the flat data. Um, Crivolocarticus is actually talk, sending you know, his own data version uh, to the bridge. So I'm communicating directly with the uh, battle bridge and the uh, deflector array. But I'm just translating what uh, Rebecca's, I'm sorry, Ensign Black is telling me. Nice. Give me a scholarship check. Uh, that is a two, and I am willing to boost that with a fate point for a four. That's okay. I would say with all that story involving her and stuff, she can, you know, we can put an aspect on Miss Black, something about, you know, trusting her instincts instead of, you know, going with what she feels like she has to do. Mm -hmm. You've given her confidence. Okay. So a four? Okay, and then Kelvec? Are you still going to move more debris so they can take the sensor readings and then get out of there? Well, yeah. Okay. That's my job. All right, plus one. And then you have the excellent sensor readings, so you can go ahead and use that to show that you are trusting of your subordinates. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. We will definitely that's, – that's definitely going to be a past. And Vigral. Yes. Uh, you do not get to roll because you stepped back and trusted someone else. Give me a roll for her piloting check. She starts at, I think it's a four. She needs to beat a four. Hey! One. Yay! She did it. That's actually, you guys didn't have to spend anything. So, very anticlimactically, but very scientifically <laughs> relevant. You guys take the lessons for readings. You guys 
thanks to the excellent sensor readings that you guys coordinated with all the information and Kelvac diverting what he can so it doesn't blow up the ship. Ensign Graham pilots it back out and you guys get to float off into space with the credits rolling and that in the background. Thank you for listening to episode 41 of our continuing Star Trek Fate Adventures. If you'd like to hear other episodes, you can do that at burneverythinggaming.podbean.com, iTunes, Stitcher, all the other places you can find podcasts. If those places can leave like reviews, remarks, or whatever, we'd love to get those. Also, you can contact us over at burneverythinggaming at gmail.com, Facebook, and Twitter. We'd love to get some feedback from you. We'd like to hear what you guys like, what you don't like, what you think. All your opinions, we would love to hear it. If you would like to help support us get better equipment, help decide what kind of enemies we fight, help decide what one-shots we do, any other things, you can do that over our Patreon. You can find that through links on our website or whatever. Either way, hope you keep enjoying. Right. Yes. And you guys, we got to find out more about your characters and the other characters. And you guys, I, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. More storytelling. Right. Yeah. I like learning the, the original use of the Kelvac shirt rip. <laughs> you know. Hey, did we each get uh, to change an aspect now since he's got the scars? Oh, I haven't actually. If there's something after this you want to change to more, to match, you know, what we found out about your characters, even better. All right. No, but that's good. Right. And it's all, it's, it took a little bit longer, but I, I had no idea how long this would last. So, you know, I, I'm picturing that, that picture of Canton occasionally popping up among the crewmen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nice aspect. Yeah. Oh. Sweet aspect, bro. Sweet aspect, bro. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, because once it's out there, it, it's out there forever. Yes. And you may have... Uh, the space internet. The space internet. And you may have a Orion lady named Jade hunting you. Probably just releasing that every few years and make sure it, it gets on the top of the, the space it, the new Reddit. Uh, yes. Stop the signal. <laughs> <laughs> it's always haunting you.